have you here this morning. If you're here for the first time, we welcome you. My name is Jorge Santana. I answer to Jorge, George, Jose, hey you, uh, hey ho, and the list can go on and on. But I will answer to you no matter what. So we are so happy you're here with us. If you're watching online, we welcome you too. Thank you for being watching. We start a sermon series called It, it Doesn't Feel Like Christmas. And, and, and um, we're going to be talking about I, I don't feel in it. And, uh, and just stay with me in the next uh, three hours, and we're going to develop this, this topic together. And, um, and I, I'm going to try to make it in two. Um, <laughs> I got you that one. Um, a few years ago, um, my wife and I, we were living in Chile and around this season. Um, and uh, we went to the city uh, to get some groceries and stuff. And when we came back, uh, we find out they broke into our house. We were like, uh, it, it's so, it, the feeling when somebody breaks into a house, your house is it, very deep. You know, it's very weird because it's like they, they mess with your personal stuff. So they, they pull all, all our clothes. They're trying to look for jewelry. They, at that time, they, they, they stole our, our uh, wedding rings and and all that stuff, and, and I'm like, oh no, and, and I'm not gonna answer why I wasn't wearing, I was too fat for wearing my, uh, my wedding ring, didn't fit anymore, but, uh, but so that's why I keep it there, and, and uh, so I'm like, they stole our wedding ring, and a lot of personal stuff, our house was a mess, but what it hurt the most for us at that time is we, that we were keeping a lot of stuff from the church, so um, we were just having a, the, the church projector. We had a, other church documents, and they stole everything. So I was so embarrassed to go to the church and say, hey, by the way, how we do our service is not going to work that way anymore because it's been stolen. It was really bad news for us. We didn't like it. Actually, we, we dwell in those bad news for quite a long time. Now when I look back, yes, we see God providing and, and we went through the process. But at first, bad news. It's, it's terrible. Can you think at any time on 2021, only 2021, that you, <laughs> we're going to make it very, uh, the frame here. Uh, you know, like 2021, did you receive bad news? And, and, and what emotions did those create? Probably frustration, uh, sadness. It will bring down your expectation very bad. I hate when somebody say, I have good news and bad news. I don't know how you do it. I always say, just tell me the bad first. <laughs> Some people like the good news first and then the bad one, doesn't matter. But bad news, it really have an impact in how we feel. Sometimes even during the day, we wake up like, oh, today is going to be an awesome day. You get up out of bed, you, you had a good sleep, and you say, I, I feel good. You go and get your coffee or your tea. It's like, this coffee is the best. And then by the end of the day, you're like, this was the worst day of my life. And, you know, and we experience this emotion because actually bad news have an impact in our life. It's had an impact in our mood, had an impact in our emotions, had an impact in everything we do. Actually, Joseph, 
when we read the, the story in the Bible about Jesus, Joseph, uh, Jesus' dad, second dad, <laughs> had experienced the same bad news. There were bad news everywhere. Mary is, 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 is on, in labor, is, um, is going to um, uh, have Jesus, is, is ready, and going to this hotel and then being rejected. Joseph, I, I imagine he see this coming. In any moment, my wife is going to have a baby. So I need to find a place. So I'm going to go to um, Agni Hotel. And, and I'm going to find a place where you laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I'm going to find a place where I can stay. I want to find a place where I, my wife can um, have everything. Maybe I can find some essential oils. I know Jessica just had, had their baby a, a, a couple of weeks ago. Well, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, and, you know, she, in the whole process, you want to make sure that everything is in place when you want to have a baby. I know that <laughs> a couple of times, actually five times. I know that. I know that that... When coming closer to the day, is everything needs to be in place. But for Joseph, it didn't go that way. Actually, for Joseph, it was, I need to improvise a place. Like I said last weekend, uh, we were saying, actually, this place, they improvise. They need to find a place. There's a barn over there, and it's dark, and it smells, and, and all this. It's not clean. There's no hand sanitizer. There's not a doula over there waiting for me. You know, there's no, nobody's there. But Jesus was born, the light of the world was born in the darkness. I love that. I love that. But was bad news after bad news. And that sense of, of expectation of having a baby in the right place, how Supposed to deal with a network of support. This is not in the text. We just imagine it. It wasn't fulfilled. Until the angels appear not to Mary, but to the shepherds. They were outside. And this happened in Luke 2, 8 to 10. And say this. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. And he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. I will bring you good news. How many of you love good news? I love them. I wish I can go home, open my mail, and there's good news. I wish... I can go home and I answer my phone and somebody come with an amazing good news. There's things that I go in my life I really will be so good, especially right now, to hear some good news. At that time, the context is all messed up. There's a lot of stuff going on. But the angels say, I will bring you good news. He doesn't, uh, this good news always have a, a positive impact in our life. 
No, we can have the most terrible day, but when somebody calls and says you have good news and actually were amazing news, how do you feel? You're like, yes, yes, I got this. And it creates an expectation in your life. Probably you are very happy. You're very uh, emotional about it because it's something you're really expecting. You know, it, it, it changed everything in the moment. It motivates you. It creates a good sense of expectation. Whatever it is that you receive, it's coming. I'm going to have it very soon. We love good news. How many of you love bad news? Yes, that's what I thought. We don't like bad news. And actually, Paul talked a lot about this, about joy, the joy in our life. Paul put a lot of emphasis on what it means to have joy in our lives. Because the good news is mean Jesus. I will bring the good news to all people, the gospel. Gospel means good news. And Paul is trying to... Express this to the people in Philippians 4.4. Paul said this. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I said it again. Rejoice. Always be full of joy. Now Jorge Santana, are you always full of joy? Uh-uh. I can think a hundred times this week that I wasn't full of joy and only this week and Paul said always be full of joy he doesn't say full, be full of happiness always be happy he doesn't say that because happiness is based in a circumstances happiness is based on a moment depending on the circumstances we're going through I'm going to be happy it will determine my outcome. It's going to determine my emotions. And actually happening can come and also can go. That's why Paul is saying always be joyful in the Lord. Doesn't say happy. Joy is a, have a deeper meaning in our life. It's not based on circumstances. Rather in who I or we believe. Happiness is an emotion that can disappear very quickly. But joy, however, is a choice. And Paul knew this. Paul, when he said, be joyful all the time in the Lord and rejoice again, Paul is in jail. Paul is not in the most fancy jail. Paul is in a, in a cave, in a hole way down where it's humid and dark. And be, in, in order to be there, he gets punished. He's in chain. And, and it's not getting the proper food. He's not getting the proper drink. And he's suffering. He's suffering. He's going through tribulation. But he's saying, always be full of joy. And the Lord. Why Paul put a lot of emphasis in this word joy? And we talk about joy in Christmas, and it's so cool to talk about this, but actually, do we live in joy all the time in our lives? 
Colossians 3.1. This is why Paul is so important for Paul. Colossians 3.1 say, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on in realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honors at God's right hand. Joy had to everything to do with where we fix our eyes and who we fix our eyes. Happiness had to be with the moment and the circumstances when everything's go well. I go to my bank account and all of a sudden there's $5,000 there. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Happiness. You spend the $5,000, Lord, I need prayer. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it go quick and go fast, but joy is totally different. It's where we fix our eyes. This is so important, especially when this in this season we don't feel like Christmas. And it's true because maybe you, you are all about Christmas. I, I was meeting this week with my friend Heather and Scott. And Heather, I, I, know, I know a lot of people love Christmas, but I had never met a person who loves so much like Christmas like Heather. For her, Christmas is all year. And, 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 and when Christmas season comes, you, so, you should see her. It's like she goes hardcore on Christmas. And, and um, uh, yeah, you, please meet Heather. It, when she's going to come hopefully soon, and you're going to meet her. And you're going to be in February. It's like, oh, you're still loving Christmas. Yes, that's Heather. And, um, and so, by the way, I, I lost Heather. Yes, Christmas. I said to Heather, sorry, I've been talking about you, Heather. <laughs> but you focus our joy when you don't feel when you don't feel that things are going how you plan it. We set a line and say, okay, this is what I wanted to happen in my week, in my month. And actually, it's not how you plan it. Actually, it's go totally opposite. And now it's Christmas and we go shopping and we have to find gifts because what it's supposed to do. And we try to do all these things because what it's supposed to do, you know, by gift to the kids, to the grandkids, to the friend. And, you know, it's about giving gift cards, buying gifts to the pastors, just saying that. And, um, and you know, and, and doing all these things, you know. But deeper in your heart, you are, this year has been awful. This year has been painful and probably 2020 and 2019 it was hard and I think like 2022 probably we're going to be saying the same thing this year has been awful joy is where we fix our eyes we can have joy in all our circumstances and all our tribulations because we know who got this situation. That's the difference in joy. Joy is all about trust. You can be going through the hardest time of your life. Like, I know my bank account is empty, but I know that God is in control. I know that he got this. I know I am struggling in my marriage, but I know that God is in control, and I know that he got this. I know I... You know, I look around the world, there's chaos everywhere. I don't like, but I know that God is in control and he got this. 
He got this situation. God is not sitting in the throne. He's like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to do with the governments. Oh my goodness, oh what happened? No, God is in control and he got this. He got this. God is in control in my life and he got this. I might lose my job, but he got this. Joyful in all situations is where you fix your eyes. Joyful in, in the idea that we love Jesus. Yes, Christmas is all about Jesus, and it's true, but you have to remember what Jesus did for our life. The world had not given us this joy. Therefore, he cannot take it out, they cannot take it away. This joy comes from Jesus, our Savior. The angels come to the shepherds, and the shepherds were afraid. I would be terrified too. And say, don't be afraid. That's proper to say for an angel to appear. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that. But he said, I bring you good news. Good news that will bring great joy to all people. Doesn't say to people in, the, in Canada. They will bring joy only the people in the state. Only people in America. No, all in Chileans. Uh, you know, to all, to all people. That means us in the situations where we are. That means us, joy and the pain we're going through. That means us, the, 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 and, and the re rejections we're going through in our lives. God will bring good joys to all people. A lot of people ask, how you deal with... How you been dealing? I've been, been part of a, a few classes of mental health and, and all this stuff and taking some training and a few things. And when we talk about the pandemic, how much the pandemic have affected and, and so many things and, and so on. And people ask me, how have you been dealing with this pandemic? And I'm like, I'm okay. Uh, it's not the right answer, I guess. <laughs> but I say, I, I, actually, I'm okay. Why? I said, well... I, I choose intentionally, even sometimes it's really hard to fix my eyes in Jesus. To fix my, and to know and trust him with all my heart that he is in control. There's nothing that I can do, but God have everything that he can do, and I trust him. I trust him. I know it's been hard and many things in my family. I have lost friends and I have, yes, but I know that he got these situations. His, this situation is not out of control. I choose, even though I, many times I fail, but I choose to rejoice in my tribulations and my problems. God is in control. He got it. He got this situation. Therefore, I will rejoice. And joy is a, is a choice. First, first Peter 8, 1, 8 to 9 says, You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him. 
and you rejoice with a glorious and expressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be salvation of all your soul. Our joy is not early stuff. Oh, yeah, we are in the church. Ah, I'm joyful. Our joy is not because I have a good job and you're making good money. Our joy is not because you get the answer you were hoping. Our joy, this is the reason that we as a believers, we can live in joy in our life. It's because our names is written in the book of life. When Paul said, I fix my eyes in Jesus, I say, I can be in jail, I can be, but I, I rejoice in my salvation. I should be dead. I should deserve punishment. But Jesus came, the hope of the world came, the light of the world to give me joy. So my name, I don't know how many times you think about this during the day, maybe we don't think enough. We want God to bless us in this world when all our blessings are with him in heaven. Rejoice. Rejoice that we are saved. Rejoice that he is with us. Emmanuel, God with us. And the, and the disciples were having a hard time actually understanding this. The disciples, they were struggling. Jesus saying, you know what? I'm going to give you a little context here. He said, I'm going to leave. I'm going to disappear. You're not going to see me. And I'm going to come back. They said, I don't understand. So let me read John 16, 16 to 22. And Jesus saying this, in a little while, you won't see me anymore. But a little while after that, you will see me again. Some of the disciples ask each other, what does he mean when he say, in a little while, you won't see me? But when you will see me, and I am going to the Father. And what he does, he means by a little while. We don't understand. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it, so he said, Are you asking yourself what I mean? I say, in a little while, you won't see me. But a little while after, you will see me again. I tell you the truth. You will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me. But the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but you will grieve which suddenly turn to wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pain of labor. And I'm thinking when he's saying this, as I'm reading this text, I'm thinking of Mary. I, I need to go back and marry being in that barn alone with Joseph, in that place. I'm thinking this. I think Jesus is thinking about his mom at that time. I would love to think that. It would be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, the anguish gives away to joy <laughs> because she was brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice. And no one, <laughs> I love this part, and no one can rob you of that joy. What is robbing your joy right now? You look around the world. Maybe you look at your bank account, you're frustrated, you don't have all the money to buy all the gift that you would love to buy. 
We hear the economy is going bad, and you're like, I really don't know how I'm going to do this. And it's robbing you your joy. You know, the last two, two weeks, I was so happy when Paki shared that we need to go deeper. You know what I've been hearing the last two weeks? I'm being so distracted. I feel I'm being pulling apart from God. I need to go deeper. I, I need to go and like and Paki shared this. And I'm like, yes. But the enemy is working to take you away so you can fix your eyes in a pandemic, so you can fix your eyes in the problem you're going through in your family. You can fix your eyes in, in your job rather than we can fix our eyes. And the joy that was set for us is Jesus, our Savior, our salvation. That our names are written in the book of life. So you can have all the mess in your life. But you can sit down with your cup of coffee. And say yes. At least nobody can rob my joy. That my name is written in his book. That when I die, I will be with him. And nobody can take that away from me. Amen. Nobody. Nobody can take that away from me. Yeah, but you haven't. Nobody can take that away from me. Because what Jesus did on the cross, he's, he, he's coming to the world, his life, his death, and his resurrection. Because I know Christmas will be about his being born, but this is a whole package right here. That is what gives us joy. So don't, I, I want to tell you something, church. It doesn't feel like Christmas. Yes, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's a lot of problem. It's struggling with depression and going deep down. And nothing that I do at work is a failing. It's failure after failure after failure. But I want to invite you at the end of the year of 2021 that we should fix our eyes and our Savior. That we should fix our eyes in Jesus. And we will experience this joy. We will praise God, not because all the circumstances is in our favor. We will praise God because we know what he did for us in the cross. Because we know that our names are written in the book of life. Because we know that he is everything for us. Everything. Oh, things that don't look good. The things that are going to look bad. Look at the future. You throw the line, the bad news. I don't care. I rejoice in all situations. Because I, I don't got this. He got this situation. This is his church. It's something that I have to remind myself every single day. This is his church. He got this. He will take care of us. This is his country. This is his world. He will take care of us. I'm not in control. Thank God I'm not in control. God is in control. So I trust him. So joy has everything to do with trust. Do you trust that God is with you? Amen. I do trust. Nobody can rob you from that. Our debt has been paid in the cross. So nobody can take that away. Yes. 
So now expecting that you leave this place with a fake smile <laughs> and say, yes, I feel rejoicing as you walk and, you know, like giving peace everyone and joy. No, 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 no. I'm not expecting that. I'm not expecting that. You can do it. It will be fun to watch. <laughs> I'm not expecting that. What I'm expecting you understand and your own personal problem. And I know some of you have a very difficult years. It's been trials after trials and, and hard times. And, and I know you have prayed and sometimes God keeps is, is silent and, and you, you keep pushing. And, and sometimes you feel like giving up, but you're still here. And we praise God for that. But I want you to understand the joy is not based in circumstances. Joy is a choice. So when you are struggling, you answer your phone, and you go to your mails, you go to your emails, your Facebook, whatever you do, and you see bad news, remember in who you put your trust. You haven't put your trust in a church. You have put your trust in Jesus. In Jesus. Let's pray. Father, as we walk and as we continue moving, we pray that you really help us. Help us to, to know and, and, and know how to live in joy in our chaos and our stress and our depressions and our finances. And uh, God, remember that you got this. When we feel that our marriage is falling apart, you got this. When we feel that things are not working well, you got this. When you feel that all the doors are closing, you got this. When we feel the government and everything is failing, God, you got this. We know you got this in control in our life. We trust you. And God, as we finish in this year and we start in a new year in a couple of weeks, we want to learn to walk in this trust in you. We want to fix our eyes in you. Therefore, we want to go deeper to know you better and better in a deeper way, Jesus. We want you to reveal into us, God. I want to praise you and thank you that our names are written in your book. Thank you for what you did in the cross for us, for all of us. For us who are here and those who are home, thank you so much for what are you doing. We honor you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. We, almost in the end of the year, um, I just want to give a few announcements. Not a ten, but maybe a few. Uh, this week on Tuesday is the, uh, is the, food, uh, the food bank uh, drive. Uh, here in town, they're going to start at 6 p.m. And um, we, if you want to give food to the food bank, this is a wonderful time that you can bless our food bank. If you're not going to be home, feel free to bring it here to the church. Bring it here to the church, and uh, we will put it there in the food bank. The, the, we are giving about 25 hampers to our community and, and people. We want to bless them. We uh, want to bless our community. Um, 
God has blessed us in many different ways, and we're exploring new roads, and we trust in the God, God this. And, and our food bank right now is like very, very empty. And uh, what is good, because that means we're giving, but at the same time, uh, we want to give more. So um, bless our food bank. This is going to happen on Tuesday. Uh, uh, we're going to uh, collect all this food, and then we're going to fill it again. The, the food bank. So on Tuesday, December 14 at 6 p.m. Tomorrow we have youth uh, night at 7 p.m. Right, Lisa? Right on. Um, youth at 7 p.m. here, uh, 7 to 8, 8.30. Yes, I said it right. And yes, and on December uh, 24, we're going to have our Christmas Eve service. It's on a Friday. We're going to have it here at 4 p.m., December 24, Christmas Eve service, Friday, it's not a Sunday, Friday, 4 p.m. here. And on the Sunday, on December uh, 26, we're only going to have our online service. We're not going to have an in-person service. It's going to be just online. Uh, and so you can spend that time with your family and, and your loved ones. Church, God bless you. Have an amazing week. Drive careful. Don't speed. I know you trust God, but don't speed. <laughs> okay? Uh, um, so, drive careful, be good, and God bless you. Have an amazing week. Take care, church. See you. Bye bye. <laughs>